Talking Junk Podcast, episode 55. My name is Jason Ariola, usual host, and joining me today is co-host Anthony Vinueva. How's it going, guys? And just the two of us today. So actually, this might be a little bit, uh, this is going to be a weird episode because we, we came rather ill-prepared because I didn't play very much. Uh, John was going to have most of the news. Luke was going to be on, and Luke uh, tends to carry conversation a little bit better than the two of us. Um, so basically, Anthony and I are coming with like almost nothing to the table, but we figured, hey, let's get a fucking podcast out. Anthony drove all the way down here. We might as well. And I bought a new mic, got it set up, and didn't really want to really waste it. So it's here nice we are. Mic. Yeah, it's kind of nice. So now it's a stereo one, so it just picks up this way, this way, or if I'm just by myself, I can just do this way rather than the omnidirectional one we used to have. So hopefully we won't have that echo that we used to have. That's why it has that nice round tip. Yep. Yep. It kind of right. looks like a, looks like a gigantic uh, cucumber. Yes. Let's go with that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you can take you can take from that what you will. So uh, a great start. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's just the way this <laughs> thing goes. Um, you know what? Uh, this is a little awkward, but I'm going to need to. Uh, oh no, here it is. Okay. I was wondering where the hell I put my phone because we need the timer. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, so I haven't been playing very much. Basically, two things: Pokemon and Attack on Titan. I can talk about Attack on Titan for a couple minutes, but yeah. Po- Pokemon Go. No, Pokemon X. I'm just grinding for Pokemon, basically. So, nothing. Unfortunately, I just blew the wad on what I've been doing as far as, like, Pokemon goes, so there's nothing else to talk about. Like, I'm literally just grinding levels and grinding for Pokemon, so. That's all anyone's doing at this point. Not really that interesting to really talk about. So, anyway, let me get this timer pulled up here. So, and you have been playing... Adventure Capitalist. Adventure Capitalist. And yes. what was the thing that you were playing and kind of stopped playing? Uh, I was playing Dragon Quest Heroes. Okay, so let's um, let's talk about Dragon Quest Heroes because you that? yeah, I played uh, I played like four or five levels of it, so I don't oh. have that much experience with it. But that's the game. You just play. Just continue doing just that. Play more levels just like that. Okay, well let's get started on Dragon Quest Heroes. PlayStation Four, right? Yes. Okay. Is it on Xbox? No, no, no. It is a uh, PlayStation 4 and Steam, I think. Oh, I yeah, no, I, haven't, I haven't played a PC game in a while. Yeah, yeah, I really haven't either. Outside oh, so it's of... on Steam? I didn't know that. Yeah, that's how Luke's, that's how Luke's playing it, so. Uh, I'm about to get a PC. Missing out. Why? So my brother can stop bugging me. Oh, okay. And maybe Luke will stop about, bugging you? About being PC elite. No, mm. Luke's cool about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, Luke's, Luke's never rubbed Yeah. like my friends do. Yeah, I am kind of tired of that whole PC master race thing. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a little obnoxious. But, it, yeah, especially with um, some game, what was it, like the Bioshock collection that just came out? Like, I guess that one has been buggy as all bug fuck for the PC, and it's been yeah, a relatively okay in the consoles. Games. Yeah, we'll get back to Dragon Quest Heroes, but I have a, my friend likes to give me shit about being, he's PC elite. Yeah. Always giving me shit. And I went to his house one day. He was playing Grand Theft Auto Five, And he's PC Elite, but he's poor. So the game was chugging along. Looked oh. like ass. Okay. And I, I didn't tell him anything. So, I wasn't going to get into a fight. But he gave me a lot of shit. And then I played the PS4 version of Grand Theft Auto. And it was a lot smoother than what he was it looks, doing. It looks fuck, It looks great. Yeah. And I'm like, I didn't give him any crap about it because I'm not going to be that guy. And yeah, I actually, why? he's one of my best friends. But I'm like, why are you, why are you calling out people on consoles if when you your don't PC's have a, a really piece of shit. beefy rig, yeah, yeah. yeah. Unless so your I PC, unless your PC costs the in, more than the entirety of like my entertainment setup, I don't think your PC can run circles around like a uh, con- like a console. You know, it's like I don't care. I really don't care. It's I don't know. But anyway, uh, Dragon Quest Heroes. But uh, yeah, a game that probably runs on a low end PC, Dragon Quest Heroes. Yeah, it, it might. I don't know. My laptop might be able to handle that in low settings. So yeah, uh, but yeah, again, back to the game. Uh, I haven't played a Dragon Quest, 
game in a long time. I'm not a big fan of the series. Yeah. What was the last one you played? Do you remember one of the DS ones? Uh, I have... That's actually my... Most of my experiences with the uh, DS ones. Okay. I, played, I have Dragon Quest Monsters and 2. There was a sequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, both of those. Uh, Quest for Slime, or... Is that what it's called? Rocket Slime? Rocket Slime. Yeah, yeah. Rocket Slime's great. I got that. Oh, I'm mixing both games. Yeah, I got that, and then I... Like, Quest for the Sentinels? Is that... Dragon Quest Nine basically? Oh, yeah. Um, it, Dragon Quest Nine Century... Century? Centuries of the Starry Sentinels? Yeah, something like something that. Starry Sentinels? I don't know, whatever. So yeah, I have a lot of the DS ones, and that's my main experience with <laughs> Sentinels it. of the Starry Skies, because the strategy guide's right yes. there. Yeah, yeah, okay. I think I remember watching you play the PS2 one. Was that 8? Yeah. 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 Jeez, so that, that was a long time ago. Yeah, those are the only five games I've seen and played. Okay. So most of my experience is with those. Not, so not even like the mainline Dragon and, Quest games, basically. And I never beat 9. Okay. Yeah. I've never beat 9 either. 9's, I mean, I, unless you're trying to mainline it, 9's a pretty long goddamn game. Yeah, I so. think I... Maybe... Did I beat it? I, I, I liked it a lot, though. Yeah. But yeah, and the other games aren't too uh, narrative-driven story. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Professional radio! Oh. <laughs> So anyway, uh, the girlfriend's calling. Okay. Like, again. But, uh, yeah. Okay. That. Yeah. Well, yeah. We'll, we'll turn down the volume. I was gonna say I think we'll probably only be like a half hour anyway. She'll so. text me if the the kids are dead. Yeah, and if they are, I mean, what are you gonna do at this point? You know. And if they are, dreams do come true. <laughs> Fantasy <laughs> becomes reality. It's like, what is this? A how how late of a term abortion is this at this point? Uh, I mean, it's like okay. Anyway, uh, Dragon Quest Heroes. <laughs> Where was that? Um. Uh, yeah, narrative, yeah. Uh, yeah. And the same with the Dragon Quest Heroes. I, there might be a story there. Mm-hmm. I'm not really following it. I'm going to tell you this, the little bit I've played of it, it's dumb. I mean, by yeah. dra- I mean, Dragon Quest stories aren't, some of them aren't the best, but like 5 and I think 8 have some pretty good stories. I think seven's supposed to be good, but I haven't really played it because it just came out on the D- or the 3DS and the original PlayStation version is like practically unplayable. So, not going to fuck with that one. But anyway, um... Yeah, th- this one's dumb. I mean, it, it's it's a pretty mindless hack and slash as far as like the story goes. It's an ex- I guess it's a good story for a hack and slash, if you will. So, yeah. I mean, it's got a better story than the Attack on Titan game, but that's not saying much. So, but uh, yeah, again, getting to combat. Uh, I haven't played a Muso game. I guess this is yeah, it's a Muso. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm kind of enjoying it. I played Dragon Dynasty Warriors Eight. Oh crap! Yeah, <laughs> I played Dynasty Warriors Eight a while back, and uh, that one's hot garbage. It's not that good. And no. this is a more focused, I like the uh, smaller levels. Yeah. You can also, uh, you can transport to different levels, mm-hmm. to different parts of the levels. You'll have like five or six like, spawn points oh, you can okay. easily uh, transport to. Okay. Just hit X real quick. And if you if there's a group of characters or monsters at the top of the map, you can easily just transport there. Okay. See, that's kind of nice. Um, a, another group spawns south. Just It's just fast. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the 20 there's 20 million characters in there all with different uh, special powers okay which I like each character has about four or five special moves there's a lot more action than a, I guess a Dynasty Warriors game alright well that so, was uh, that was that segment so damn we uh, we blew that we should probably do 10 minutes but you want another five maybe or should we just uh, move on I don't know I, I think I'm yeah. good okay I haven't played it in a little while I kind of want to get back to it okay so definitely something you're going to go back to but kind of yeah. right now it's like eh, I want to get to it so um, you know, I'll just, I'll do, I'll do Attack on Titan real quick here, because I played quite a bit of it over the last week, so. Yeah, I saw that. So, Attack on Titan, um, another, another Musou game. So, basically, we're doing back-to-back Musou games. As I said in the last episode, the story's, like, dumb. I mean, 
Attack on Titan as an anime is just one of those things you you watch to like just see the battles. Basically, it's it's a pretty idiotic like anime as far as like storytelling goes. But then again, most anime is I suppose. So, um, John on the last episode asked me if like I was starting to feel the Muso fatigue, and I wasn't. And then I hit two missions that I'm, I was just like, oh, okay, now I'm starting to feel it. So there's one where um, Aaron turns into a Titan himself. I think it's the main character's name, Aaron. Eh, whatever. But the guy that's like on the front cover of like every everything or whatever, um, Attack on Titan related, he um yeah, he, he turns into a Titan himself and you have to fight him or fight as him and then attack other Titans and it's just it's slow, it's it's not fun. It's very, very slow paced and it just really breaks the momentum of like the game as a whole. So it just I as soon as I got done with that, I was like, oh, thank God that's over with. Unfortunately, because he turns into a Titan in later parts of the anime, he's going to turn into a Titan in the later parts of this game, too, I'm sure. So I'm going to have to go through that trash again. But um, I unlocked um, Lieutenant Levi, who's like, you know, in the anime, the uh, the trope of the, the 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 very quiet guy who's just an absolute badass at everything. Like <laughs> like Initial D, it's Ryosuke or whatever. Yeah. Um He's that guy. Like, I mean, just absolutely slaughters Titans left and right, kind of without ever trying or breaking emotion or whatever. Uh, and it kind of shows off in his stats. Like, I'm playing and he's just, I mean, he's just easy to rip through Titans. Like, I, in the first, like, he was at level one and I was ripping through these guys like nothing. Like, I think in the first fight with him, I ripped out like 25 Titans. And normally about 10, 12 is about the average. And I just ripped out 25 like nothing with him. I was like, oh, this guy's really good. Okay. Um, once I've gotten past, or there was one mission with him that was the other like slow spot in this game that I felt was, it was an escort mission basically, um, and there's a part in the anime where they try to capture the Titans alive because as soon as you kill a Titan, it basically just evaporates, it turns into vapor and goes away. So it actually kind of plays nice into Muso's like dead bodies just disappear magically. You know, I mean, you kill a thousand guys and there's no corpses whatsoever anywhere. Well, this kind of like actually plays into the fiction, I suppose, pretty well for that. So it's like, oh, okay. Can hold so up with that. I'm not, I'm not too familiar with Attack on Titan. Yeah. Now, you said this is a Muso game. Yeah. So you're fighting a giant, mm -hmm. like human. Yeah. Basically they're just and like, and there's, they have a lot of like, usually there's a lot of enemies on screen. Who are you fighting other than? That's it. Titans. 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 Right. They're just, they take, they, I don't want to say they take a lot of damage, but they can pretty easily wipe you out. Like, if they grab you, you get a chance to press triangle very rapidly to get out of their grip, and if you don't, they'll just kill you instantly. Mm. Um, yeah. Even if they even if they do grab you and you get out of their grip, you're weakened and your um, your movements are kind of hindered by it. You can't really use the omnidirectional gear as well, so it does sort of, like, give you an incentive to make sure you're not hit by these things or grabbed by these things. Um, you basically get five attack points on each Titan. You can, like, cut off their arms... Or cut off, you know, each of their arms and then each of their legs, and then the, you get the basically the kill spot is the nape of the neck. You can go for the nape of the neck immediately, but some of the larger, or not larger, but like the abnormal titans, the ones that are like special, they um they'll give you materials for crafting if you hit certain parts of their bodies or whatever. It'll they'll be like a little like box indicating that if you attack this part, a material is going to spawn out of it for hitting that part. So it kind of gives you incentive not just to like oh nape of the neck, oh nape of the neck, oh nape of the neck. And then some of them are, let me see, some of them like follow you by sound, some of them by sight, so you get like a flashbang, or you get like a, it's effectively just a, not really a flashbang, because that, that would do both, but you shoot off like a beam of light, basically, out of a gun, 
or just a big sound and it kind of deafens the Titan to kind of like hide your movement so you can scoot around the back of it. Because some of them will, like you can literally just sit there trying to get around the damn thing and it will not let you unless you get really creative with your movements. So basically that's 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 how you attack the Titans on that one. Oh God, I just said attack the Titan. Okay. Attack the Titans. Yeah. So anyway, um, this this escort mission that I'm going or going through later on in the game, like they try to capture a Titan to study it and basically you have to lure a titan from one edge of the map to the other and it just completely goes like it goes like with that same like you playing as a titan thing it kills the momentum of the game because you go from just flying around this omnidirectional gear or even riding around on a horse very quickly to you have to like stop taunt the titan get it to follow you and then the titan will follow you for a while and then you have to taunt it again to get it to follow you and, so, and the titan won't drop very far on a or off of a cliff to get at you so you have to like make sure you're finding a certain path to get it so yeah kind of kills the momentum but otherwise still enjoying it it's still a lot of fun so anyway, that was attack on titan so um adventure capitalist you've been playing adventure capitalist an awful goddamn lot don't don't download it <laughs> so let's let's talk about adventure capitalist because i want to th- i i i played this on ios a little bit oh, but right. I, it did not hook me nearly as much as apparently it's hooked you yeah i I'd heard people talk about clicker games, and I knew this was out before. Mm-hmm. I'd never played anything like it. Wasn't Cookie Clicker out like when um, Weekend Confirmed was still around? Didn't like Andrea Renee get stuck on that for a while? Yeah, I think towards the end of that yeah. show, they were talking about Cookie. That was the big one. Yeah, because I, 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 I would think it was like the first one, wasn't it? And they would talk about it. and I didn't understand why they're playing this game. Mm-hmm. It sounded it didn't sound boring, but it, it just sounded insipid. Like, why would you yeah, play this if you haven't played one before? It's like, yeah, what are you doing? And I think I think it I think it hits a certain part of people's brains, but if that thing doesn't really do it for you, I don't think that this type of game will do it for you. Like, it didn't do anything for me. Like, I was like, okay, I get it. Yeah, I don't know why, like, looking at progress bars all mm-hmm. day, like, that's basically the game. Yeah. Just making money. So it's a... It's, it's a, so boring. Like, just talk... It's just so boring. Conceptually, it's, it sounds like a, a, a minimal, like, RPG, basically. Yeah. yeah. Like, without any of the, like, the, um like, combat mechanisms at all. It's just like... Okay, you just get to watch your bars go up. And yeah, that's, that's all that's the game it. is. Okay. I don't know the appeal. It totally killed all momentum for Dragon Quest Heroes. I, and it's a free-to-play game. God, it's weird. And I, I haven't really been playing anything but that. Okay. Uh, if I log in uh, on my PS4 in the morning, afternoon, and night, just playing that, trying to get more investors, just seeing my money build up, it's it's such a stupid game. Okay, so... I can't even talk about it because it's just like, why am I playing this? But... Okay, I haven't so, been addicted to a game like this in so for people who haven't played time. one of these before, give me give me give me give me the basic uh, hook. Okay, so basically like, start off, uh, basically start off with a lemonade stand, mm-hmm. making four dollars. Yeah, and you just click on your lemonade stand, and uh, the more uh, the more money you make from your lemonade stand, yeah. every time you click, you make four dollars initially. Yeah. The more money you get, you can make uh, you can buy investors, and they'll double your money, so you'll start making eight bucks, twelve bucks, and then. Basically, the gist of the game is make money, buy more investors, so you can double your profits. Right. And um, and open more businesses, so you, you earn get, more money yeah, say on those like, businesses, right? I'm like at a bajillion, like, angel investors, they're called right now. Okay. But uh, you start off, say you make 100 uh, investors. Okay. You can reset all your progress. So instead of making that $4, you'll start off at $400. Okay. And that's where it comes into play. You just... Making more money, so you just kind of investors. Okay. So your four dollars will you'll eventually start making four million per click. Okay. That's the game. So is there, 
I, I don't know if you would know, but is there like an end game to this, or is it just uh, literally like do this to infinity? Infinity. Well, uh, there's a couple more trophies I'm missing. That's it. okay. <laughs> That's okay. So, so are so are you just trophy grinding at this on this thing at this point? Uh, n- yes, I know. I really like playing it, but the yeah, there's a couple trophies I'm close to getting, and I think there is an end game because there's three different planets. Okay. There's Earth, the Moon. Well, the Moon's not a planet. There's Earth, Moon, and then Mars. Okay. And each level plays a little bit different. And uh, Mars, I've maxed out everything. Okay. I can't get any more upgrades. I've, uh, I can't get any more investors really. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Like Mars, like each each planet plays different. And uh, the Moon, I'm still grinding. That one's, that one's really slow. Okay. And uh, I need a lot of achievements on that one. And then I'm almost done on Earth. So how many trophies but, like are there? There's only like twelve. It's okay. A, it's not a platinum. Okay. I mean, I didn't think it was a platinum, but I mean, sometimes you get games that have a lot of trophies and they're not a platinum for whatever goddamn. And yeah, game. and bas- the trophies are basically uh, tied to uh, unlocks in the game. When you get to a certain amount of investors, you can sell them and get like a times three profit. Okay. And uh, I'm about five hundred unlocks in on Earth, and there's a I think it caps out at like six hundred and thirty. Okay. So I guess there is an end game, but uh. There's events that haven't been, uh, maybe I need to check out the iOS version, but they're promising events, so special things monthly. I don't know what they are because they haven't unlocked it. The game's been out a month, mm-hmm. and they uh, for the first three weeks, there was a, you can pay to uh, buy gold, okay, faster upgrades and stuff. I haven't yeah. put a dime into this, but for the first two or three weeks, you couldn't even buy those, so it was free to play, and they didn't have their store up yet. That's weird. It was weird, so... Because, like, I mean, They didn't yeah, want like, to make money, I was going to say, yeah, every free-to-play... You know what I bet you it is, is they wanted maybe to give you an in and, like, let you think, like, oh, I, I'll be fine if I yeah. never have to buy anything, and then they put the stuff, like, oh, well, if you want to buy something, you can buy Could something. And then as you've, as you've like, accumulated to the point where your progress has slowed quite a bit, you're like, oh, oh, shit, good, this came out, I need to buy this now. Yeah, it was maybe just weird, the model, like, they didn't want to make money initially. Yeah. And I'm someone who, I'm pretty good about free-to-play. I yeah. Don't, I don't dump money into them that often. Yeah. And did you say, like, if it's something you've enjoyed, you'll dump a few bucks into it or whatever? Uh, I'm almost done with this game. They have a $4 pack. Yeah. And, uh, like, when I'm done with it, I'm going to buy the $4 pack. I should buy it now, because I get, like, a three times profit upgrade. Oh, then there you go. Okay. But for some reason, I like to buy them when I'm, I'm done with the game. And I I'll you. throw them four bucks. Yeah, something. Okay. Because this is a game I've played 100 hours, so. It's the only thing I've been playing for a Okay, month. you know what? Okay, okay. Time rolling off. We gotta stop. We gotta stop. Yeah, no. I just, Holy cow. I just had to throw that out. Okay. Uh, like, I have it, to give a game for for those of you bucks. For those of you listening, which is everybody, because this is an audio-only podcast, um, I just gave Anthony a, you played this game a fucking hundred hours look, and that was... There's no timer, but... It sure feels like it. the only game I've played four okay. hours for about a month. At least two or three hours a day. Good. So. Good God, Anthony. What the hell happened to you, man? I don't know. God bless remote play. Free fucking... Okay. Free... Free to play. It's a perfect a free to play, play fucking cookie clicker game on a PS4. Yeah, playing it on your fucking Vita. I don't know. I'm so angry at you right now. You know what I want to do? I want to get a fucking cheese grater, just like grate your goddamn chest, pour salt all over, and then like tie you up a saran wrap so it burns like hell until the sun ends. If it keeps me from playing the uh, adventure capitalist, maybe that's the way to go. Okay, fine. I don't know why I got all walking the room angry at you there, but Jesus, there we go. <laughs> So anyway, um, so you weren't here for the last time, um, and we did talk about the PS4 Pro a little bit. So I yeah. kind of wanted your your thoughts on the PS4 Pro. Uh, 
I'm really broke right now, but uh, okay. Money, money aside, money, are you planning on getting one right away? Yeah, or? I want to get one whenever. Probably when my taxes come. Okay, I'm definitely interested in it. Okay, so I got. I noticed ask. you guys weren't too interested in it. You okay. didn't seem like you cared. No, no, I don't. <laughs> I I could not give. I, I I don't know if I could give a less of a fuck about this thing. Like, I th- I think I put it like if there was a big bucket of fucks I don't give, I put the PS4 Pro in there right now. So mm. I might pull it out later. But I don't know, like make make room for something. But as of right now, it's it's in my big bucket. Yeah, I don't I, care. I don't care too much about this thing, and I'm not trying to sell it. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I don't care about Sony. I'm not trying to sell this thing. Yeah. It just. I guess it's just a small bump, and uh, this made me think of like iPhone owners and basically just phone owners. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not that guy who upgrades. I'm every on my year. third phone in about ten years. Yeah. I'm on my first smartphone still. Yeah. That I got like forever, three years ago. Yeah, it's a piece of crap, but it still works. Yeah, it's it's perfect for me, and uh, it's just interesting that a lot of people have this hate for this PS4 Pro. Yeah, I'm guessing there's many people sending uh, comments online from their smartphone about this incremental increase yeah. in power. When they just bought like a six hundred, eight hundred dollar well, new phone. Okay, but here's the and thing. I just don't get it. But nobody is spending six. Well, not nobody. Actually, people a lot do. of people. My girlfriend. People just... do, but like for the most part, like I don't, I, I don't spend that kind of money on the upgrade. Like when it's when rolled our, into uh, when our contract it's into your monthly bill though. Well, well, ours is contract like a contract. Every like as long as you sign a two year contract, uh, and this is just the employee things. So I don't know if it's different for other people, but like you sign a two year contract contract with Verizon, they give you like. I think it's like a 500, like I have a, a 64 gig, um, S six or six, six S six S plus. And it was like 250 bucks. And that's like a $900 phone or something like that. So it was like $250. I can do that. I can do that every, every two years or whatever. Cause I'm on the S train with the upgrades. Like I'll, I won't get the iPhone seven, but I'll get the seven S or whatever it is. Like I wow. figured, cause it's like, did they do the incremental upgrades? The first version always kind of sucks. Cause like the four was a kind of a piece of garbage, but the four S was good. The five was okay. The five S turned out really good. And the six was okay. But the six S was like leaps and bounds more powerful and stable. So I was like, okay, I'm kind of glad I'm on this train where we do this. So anyway, um, but I think like the thing with consoles is consoles have had such a long life cycle. I mean, yeah. especially the last generation, it was a 10 year generation. The PS two lasted what? Um, Came out ninety nine two thousand two thousand two thousand September I think. okay so we'll say, yeah we'll say so we'll say two thousand and it basically didn't die out until about two thousand eight I want to say yeah two thousand seven maybe two thousand eight mm-hmm. some stragglers yeah I mean that's yeah there, there were sports games I mean yeah PS three so was these... even longer yeah I'm I mean yeah that's playing. what I mean I that's... still log in my PS three weekly I, uh, Legend of Heroes Treasure of Cold Steel just, uh, two just came out for the damn thing like a month ago so yeah or actually a game it was this I, month I've been wanting to play but. Adventure capitalist. Yeah, I'm gonna no. bring that up for five okay. more times. Oh, yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, it, it's I, I think the I think the thing of console gaming is, you know, you get set in a like okay, I at least have this thing for five years before I'll feel the need to upgrade where I can see that big of an upgrade, and I don't see that big of a difference with the PS4, the PS4 Pro. It's like, it's it's incremental enough, I guess, that if I didn't if I didn't have a PS4, I would definitely go for a Pro. But if I got a PS4. And I think, Ale- yeah, it was Alex Fraley and the latest No More Whoppers even said, like, they were showing, like, something or whatever, like, rock textures or whatever. And he was like, oh, wow, that does look good. And he's like, this is what the old PS4 g- looks like. And he's like, well, it looks fine. Fuck it. I don't need an upgrade. And I'm kind of in that same boat. Like, no, I'm good. I, like, when Scorpio comes out, I, could, I think that might be enough of an upgrade that I might bump up for it. 
and if Sony kind of like I, I think I said on the last one like if they come up with something like maybe a little bit more incremental than just the Pro because it seems like such a small half step up from that and the Scorpio seems like it's going to be a say like a three quarter generation thing or whatever it's not yeah. uh, it's not an Xbox whatever the next if there ever is a next Xbox, it's not that, but at least it's enough of an upgrade where it's like, yeah, clearly there's a big difference in this thing. And I mean, I guess that's what the slim is right now. As far as it's sort of comparable to the pro, I guess. I don't know, but I kind of just like, I don't see the point in upgrading right now. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. No one really needs the PS4 pro. Mm -hmm. And I'm not even going to get it when it comes out. Unless I fall into 400 bucks. Yeah. We'll see what the trade-in rates are on PS4. Yeah. And I just, I don't know, it, it just I seems just so far off base. I don't base. understand why people, like, it's just, it's a thing. If you you want to get it, yeah, buy it. Um, let's just talk more about this, because I'm really, like... Okay, let's do another five. Like, really just, I just, I don't know, I just don't understand. It's 400 bucks. Yeah. And I think there's a bigger upgrade than people think. Mm-hmm. Digital Foundry had a good uh, YouTube... Uh, oh, yeah, a good YouTube teardown of it. on it. Yeah. And they said they were just kind of disappointed in all the hate for it. Yeah. They're tech experts, and they broke it down, and there's really a big upgrade. And yeah. If you watch, uh, a lot of people made a good point that the sh- you can't you couldn't watch a stream mm-hmm. of 4K video yeah. in 1080p or 720, yeah, or even lower. YouTube streams can get pretty crappy. Well, and that and like if and you're, that's if a hard you're, way to sell. And if your device system. doesn't actually support 4K, yeah. you're barely gonna notice the difference anyway. Yeah, even if it, even if they were able to stream only. it to you, yeah. But a lot of the games they, they did a Tomb Raider comparison, and yeah. that game they said looks really good. Yeah, if it's just upscaled in yeah. 4K, but there's a lot of meat on this. It's almost double the power, I think they said, which is quite significant. Well, isn't that? But isn't Sony it, didn't. Isn't it double like the GPU or one yeah. of those? It's not really actually it's double a the power. Pretty big bump, and I, I think if you can get at the minimum get 1080p, 60 frames, like in yeah. Gran Turismo. Um, well, by then, the next iteration of the PS4 will be out when the next Gran Turismo But like out, you said, so. it comes down to just, we're not used to... These incremental iterative, upgrades. Yeah, yeah, releases on consoles. And the same with Scorpio, it's... I think they're trying to make it... I think backwards compatibility is a big thing going forward. Yeah. And Scorpio, it's not really... It's, it's basically the new Xbox. Yeah. They don't want to say it is. Yeah. And it's... It's pretty powerful from what they're saying. Yeah, I mean... It's it would, not coming out for another year, but this would be a new Xbox. It would yeah. just be iterative. Yeah. And, and this a weird is, spot in... And this is where I think Microsoft actually... I mean, and granted, at this point, who knows how important this will be um, to anybody when this when Scorpio finally rolls out, like, the, what, end of next year, I think they said? Or yeah, ballpark holiday. end of next year? They said holiday 2017. So, like, right now, Microsoft is doing a fantastic job of rolling out backwards compatibility through their Xbox 360 library. Sony is not doing anything like that at the t- at the moment. So Microsoft, with kind of doing that Microsoft Store where you get like like you know I just bought Recore, so I have it on Windows 10 if I ever want to do anything with it, and I also which I won't, but you know, and I also have it on my Xbox One. They're doing a good job of setting themselves up as like a marketplace like Steam, where this is just a console, this is a machine that will play your back catalog of all of these games up until or you know through the Xbox 360 up through now. And the fact that the Scorpio is going to play like, you know, or like it's not going to go so far advanced of whatever Xbox One games are that the old generation of Xbox, like the original Xbox One won't be able to play them. It's just, it's going to look better on the Scorpio. So it's kind of getting to the point where it's, like I said, it's looking more like a PC sort of thing. And I, I can kind of appreciate that because the development lead on these consoles is incredible. I mean, 
you know, before they even get the new or the latest generation out the door for the first time, they're already thinking about the next generation. So these incremental upgrades, I think, are kind of a good thing. But at the same time, it's like this is why people settle on a console is because they don't want to deal with this every few years. Where I mean, granted, a PC, if you get a high-end PC within a year, you're outdated. Where as like a console, it's like, well, okay, maybe I can get a couple years out of this now. So I, I, I guess it's really a matter of like if the high-end gaming is that important, you should probably just go PC anyway. But if it's not, these incremental upgrades are probably a decent thing. It's just, I don't think the PS4 Pro, just for me, is enough of a thing to warrant spending $400 on one. I just spent $400 on a PS4 two years ago. I don't see, like, anything driving me towards getting that. Like, yeah, it'll be a little bit prettier, but, like, like I said, when the Scorpio comes out, that's going to be even better than the Pro. So it's like, well, why don't I just wait for the Scorpio then to come out? Yeah, well, then, and I was thinking, like, a Scorpio come out, probably kill PS4 Pro performance but then mm-hmm. PS4 Pro has a year advantage yeah and we'll we'll see the next PS4 probably oh yeah that's what I'm saying there's gonna be years. something it's it's interesting territory yeah know, going forward it's all new ground to cover for, for consoles which is it's kind of interesting to see because maybe I mean who knows maybe they get in this like warring war or yearly cycle of like PS4 comes get, up it's with an upgrade there. Xbox One comes up with an upgrade then PS4 or then the Playstation then the Xbox and it's like every year you're going to get an upgrade for one of these consoles on, on one side or the other so it's like if you're an Xbox guy you get it every two years if you get it, if you have a PS4 it's it, it's on the other year that the Xbox is you know and it's like and if you have both it's like well every other year you're going to get a new console so it's like eh. but it's it's, it's going to get like that because yeah. Scorpios they're touting more power yeah they have a whole year to throw it teraflops whatever that means yeah i, and I then don't know they're doing what i think ps4 pros like four something teraflops scorpio's gonna be six yeah in a year or two after scorpio playstation gonna do like eight yeah and then and after then that'll microsoft be 12 10, or 12. whatever the shit yeah and it's, it's gonna get ugly but like i said i think I, I think microsoft's establishing the backwards compatibility with their 360 library yeah. is setting themselves up for the future of like okay well this can be this eventually we just have to get we just have to put in the work to make this catalog available for everyone for you know as soon as they pick up as soon as they pick up an xbox one doesn't matter what iteration it is they can go back and play the hundreds of games that are on the xbox 360 if they want to or if they've already got an investment in it whereas the ps3 library isn't there so it's like eh, what's gonna happen with that you know so anyway i think it's that's probably enough about that um PS4 Pro? No, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to go. So, I think we can just do five minutes on Kojima real quick. I I didn't want to touch up on this Kojima thing because, yeah. Anyway. Your man Kojima. Yeah, my man Kojima. So, um, at TGS, um, you know, of course they were talking about Death Stranding. um, You know, Kojima's latest game, which is... I, I don't understand, like, why people are getting so hyped for this thing. It's like he's shown a trailer that is, like, is, like, indicative of any sort of, like, gameplay at all. It just says Norman Reedus with a baby that turns into a pile of goo, I think, right? If I remember right? With, with like, dead whales all over the place. It's like, okay, great. That's wonderful. Um, anyway, so they were interviewing him, and one of the questions was, what does he think about Metal Gear um, 5 Survive, which is Konami's, like, first attempt at a Metal Gear thing sans Kojima. And he said, if I'm recalling correctly, and we just watched this, like, 20 minutes ago, so, I mean, you know, it just shows how shitty my memory is, but... That, you know, he, Metal Gear is about espionage, you know, like, you know, tactical espionage and political intrigue and stuff like that. And it's like, you do realize the bug fuck crazy stuff you've put in there. I mean, this, it is not just what you talk about. I mean, 
yes, you have these overall arching plots, but I mean, you have a guy who's not a vampire, but is a vampire. You, it, it's just, I, I, I don't know. He's got some weird shit in there. And I'm like, I don't see this as too far off the kilter as far as being a Metal Gear property. I mean, it's a weird one. And then we were, the video we were watching, some guy, you know, the guy was arguing that, um, not really arguing, but just stating so much that, um, they've never been the focus before where like, you know, whereas like other Metal Gear games, it's, it's included these elements, but it's, it, it's sort of the part of the all encompassing story of Metal Gear. Whereas this is just the focus of the Metal Gear. And to that, I kind of say good because Metal Gear could use a little focus occasionally. Like, yeah, that, that guy also said he'd put in mechs if he was making... Yeah, he's the, the guy, he's like the mech game. designer. I'm like... It's like, yeah, okay, there's mechs in every game. Who yeah. cares? What's the difference between mechs and zombies? And... Some people like zombies. Okay, and let's... Okay, yeah, I mean, look look at the, uh, pr- like, proliferation of mecha anime and then just, like, zombie shows. It's, like, it's really not that different. I mean, yeah. zombies aren't that big in Japan, mechs are. And zombies are big in America and mechs are really aren't. Yeah, maybe there's a... Like, a... The messaging might be wrong. Yeah. Maybe they're messaging to Japan. But, like, Walking Dead's huge out here. Yeah. People love their fucking zombies. Yeah. Honestly, I don't care for them. Yeah, I don't care either. But and you're, I mean, you're crapping on people who like zombies. Yeah. And, I mean, and, and, and that's and that's sort of my thing. Like, I have this disconnect with Kojima. Like, I like his games for the most part. I just think he's just, like, this pretentious ass bag that I just, like, I don't care really what he thinks. I don't. Like, he has these, like, weird political leanings that he, like, feels insistent upon jamming down your throats when you play Metal Gear. And, fine, that's part of Metal Gear. But, like, I don't really play Metal Gear that that much often. Or, you know, like, that that much for, like, his, his dis- like, thoughts on, politi- on political issues. It's like, I, you're, you're just this, like, scrawny little dude yeah. who, who make, who's made six video games in the last, like, 30 years. You know, it's like, you're... I, I, I don't want to say he's as... He, I think he gets his over thing as prolific. I mean, like, you look at a guy like Miyamoto who's been doing it for, like, 35 or 40 years, and he just has title after title after title after title. Kojima has... Let me see. So he's got five Metal Gears, we'll say. Well, you know what? I'll even say, like, seven or eight Metal Gears. And he's got Snatcher, and... I'm, I'm forgetting the other one. God. Didn't you make the... the... Two Zone of the Enders. And then you made the... He made a Game Boy Advance game, didn't he? Oh, that's right. Play outside um, in the sun. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh man, why am I drawing a blank? I on had that? that little thing you attach yeah. to collect sun. Yeah, the sequel was lunar was lunar nights. I think Something for like for the DS. Why? Am, I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm just blanking yeah, on the name. Either. But anyway, um, so anyway, like this whole thing with Kojima, like just like oh, I, you know, how do zombies fit in? It's like well, everything you've ever wanted to fit in has fit in. I mean, he has this weird obsession with like. The female body in there. I mean, okay, let's look at Quiet. I mean, you know, the reasoning for her only wearing bikini top and these, like, torn up leggings is because she actually doesn't eat. She gets, you know, nourishment through the sun, through photosynthesis. It's like, oh, come on. What kind of bug fuckery idiocy is that? It's like, okay, you, you can justify your crazy all you want, but don't try to, like, put down somebody else's crazy when they take your crazy series and put their own crazy on it, you know? I think it just comes down to ill will against Konami. Yeah, and... oh, for sure. For sure. And I, I, mean, I didn't follow the story. I don't know how much he got boned. They definitely boned him. Mm-hmm. But they kind of, they've been boning themselves. Like, they've basically... They're out of the games industry, They've quit making games. Yeah. So it wasn't directly... None of the ill will was directed towards them. They just kind of got out of gaming. Yeah. And I mean, I guess they're still in it. It's weird because then they're making this game, so they're not completely out of it. Yeah. This is obviously their biggest franchise. Well, and here's the thing. They spent so much goddamn money on that Fox engine yeah, and supporting exactly. him. Yeah. They're trying to get some investment back on the return. And like Kojima's like, 
and most Japanese companies just seem content with like just pissing the money away and then oh new engine because I mean they, they built an engine for Final Fantasy 13 that was only used the one time basically it was used for Final Fantasy 13 and nobody else used it nobody else is using the Fox engine outside of Konami so they're trying to get some use out of this thing that they spent god knows how much money for and think how much money they piled into Metal Gear Solid 5 that they're trying to get some investment back by reusing assets I'm okay with that it seems okay to me like I don't I don't know that I'll actually play Survive, but it's co-op, so maybe I will. Like that was like Connor There's and I. Some interest in it. A lot of the game journalists, after actually watching it and yeah. kind of breaking it down, yeah, and just getting past all the hate that the YouTube community is giving it, yeah. There's some interest in this game, actually. Ben Hansen, it looks kind of fun. Ben Hansen from Game Informer is actually defending it, saying he's kind of interested in yeah. it. Yeah, I'm so. kind of interested in it. And Connor, um, you know, from you know Luke's Luke's uh, co-host on uh, his podcast. Like, we were talking about wanting to play um, uh, Metal Gear Online together, but it's it's mostly just competitive, and we kind of wanted to just do, like, co-op thing. And Survive might actually be exactly what we were looking for, so it's kind of like, oh, well, this might actually work out pretty well. So, I don't know. I, I'm i not, like, overly, like, enthused about it, but if the price is right when it comes out, and I don't see, like, terrible reviews for it, like uh, that latest, like, Raccoon City game or whatever. That, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't see terrible reviews for it. I'll probably pick it up and... Maybe Connor and I can play online or whatever. Like whoever's still playing Metal Gear, like I can I can play online with them because it seems interesting enough that I want to give it a shot because it it's Metal Gear. It's a co-op Metal Gear. I mean, sure you're fighting zombies, but I mean, they're basically those characters in Metal Gear or in Survive were in Metal Gear Solid Five anyway. So it's like so it's, they're just reusing the assets, which really isn't that big of a deal. So yeah, I think I think he's just butthurt. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand why, but... I get it. Stop. It's like Donald Trump. Stop mentioning his name, giving him press. Mm-hmm. Kojima should just move on and yeah. get working on his game and well, promote his game. And to be fair... And stop calling out Konami for doing stupid crap well, that and, he's done. And, and, to be, and to be fair, Konami... I mean, Kojima also gets questions a lot about it, you know? So yeah. he, he's kind of playing to his crowd a little bit. He's playing to the audience and he's catering to them because they know that's what they want to hear. They want to hear Kojima talking shit about Konami. And, yeah, Konami hasn't been the best ambassador for their own IPs, which is a shitty thing because they have Castlevania, they have Metal Gear, they have Silent Hill. You know, it's like... Castlevania. Yeah, I mean... Oh, ca- ugh, so yeah. great. Yeah, I mean, it's it's dead now. I mean, I, I guess there was that pachinko thing, but, you know, it's it's whatever. It, it, it is what it is. But my thing is, is, like, with Kojima, it's just, he's... Uh, I don't know. I mean, he comes across as such a pretentious ass bag to me. And the gaming... not the press but there's a lot of people like who are into games who just like lap up every bit of information from kojima and i'm like dude you spent how much time and energy on your goddamn logo why don't you just get on your game i mean get it get, i mean get some gameplay like show us something i mean at least like shenmue had more of a you know shenmue 3 as much as like we kind of joked about it maybe not being that interesting at least there was a trailer for the goddamn thing that was more than three seconds long of like a cg thing that is total bullshit and has nothing to do with a video game at all yeah so I don't know. It's it, it's kind of just like, eh, I don't know. Kojima is very full of himself, and I get why. Because, I mean, he's made... As far as Metal Gear goes, Metal Gear is, like, I think one of those series that, like, deserves to be up there with, like, Zelda and Mario. It, it's it's one of those series that... It's not as for everyone as, like, Mario is, but it's one of those series I think deserves to be in the pantheon of, like, great game series of all times. I mean, it's top ten game series, I think, ever. Yeah, it's just... Easily. Yeah, it's... But he's so far up his own ass about it that he... Like, Snatcher. That's the other game he made I was just thinking of. So, Zone of the Ender, Snatcher, and um, Police Knots. 
So it's like he so he's done those, and it's like those. Boktai. Boktai. That's it. That's it. That's it. It just clicked. Yeah, okay. So Boktai. So he's got these games that he's kind of done something with and they just kind of floundered, floundered, and just disappeared. So it's like, okay, great. You you had one sequel to Zone of the Enders and that kind of flopped. And then, so it's like, great. You, You found something with Metal Gear that worked really well, but everything else you've done has been kind of like, eh, who cares? You know, like Snatcher is basically just, um, um, like Blade Runner. I mean, that's basically all it is. So it's like, yeah, oh. he's a big movie guy. Yeah, so. I mean, he 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 has. I mean, look at um. I mean, just look at the way Snake looks. I mean, he's um. Oh God, what the hell? Snake Plissken. Yeah, yeah, from Escape yeah. in New York. It's like okay, cool. Clearly, he's got his own ideas, but clearly he borrows very heavily from things he's seen. You know, it's like okay, okay. so you're not you're not this like be all end all creative source that you think you are. He's got some great ideas, don't get me wrong. Like I said, I think Metal Gear Solid 3 is probably like one of the best games ever made. And I think Metal Gear Solid 5 deserves to be up there despite some of the story things kind of falling apart because whether you want to think Konami is at fault for it or Kojima might be at fault because he just took forever developing the game. Konami's like, hey, you know, we've dumped how many hundreds of million dollars in this? It'd be nice if you put it out so we can make something back on it so we don't go out of fucking business. But, you know... It, be that as it may, it is what it is, and what happened with Metal Gear and Konami and Kojima is is what it is. I'm not too offended by this survive thing happening because nobody got offended with Metal Gear Online happening, and I understand that survive is actually going to cost money where Metal Gear Online didn't. But like, great, they're trying to reuse assets. Game companies do this all the time. They reuse assets. I mean, look at look at Assassin's Creed Two. They effectively made three games out of out of one. They reuse the assets from Assassin's Creed Two so much that like they got three games all total out of it because they did brotherhood and revelations so it's like is it really that bad it's not that uncommon i understand like if you get a game company that develops and spends so much money on something they just want to return on their investment i i get it it's a business i mean as much as we like to think video games are like art they're not they're businesses i mean they're no not art. i mean there's 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 games that are very artful i suppose like but at the end of the day like if shadow of the colossus didn't turn a profit we wouldn't be seeing the last guardian if there wasn't a potential that The Last Guardian was going to be big enough to sell and make some money back on it, this thing would have been in the can a long time ago. Yeah. I mean, this thing was announced like eight years ago, and it's just, you know, it got its final delay here, hopefully. Um, yeah. But anyway, it, it's like, yeah, okay, whatever. It, final but, delay. Yeah. Let's just move on to that real quick. Just a minute on that. Are you getting Last Guardian? I don't have no, I have no interest in that. Last Guardian, yeah, I'm getting it. I, I... <laughs> I don't care anymore. It's just... I, Final I, delay, really? I just don't know if that's. It probably is. Well, here's the thing: all the other delays. But they seem certain on the October release date. Like that seemed certain. I'm like, well, yes, let's get. Let's all of these other delays have been to be announced later. This is okay. We need two more months to polish this up. But some games get when they when they have their first release date. Yeah. Some games get two or three. Yeah. And that was the first official release date. Yeah. So it could still be two it, or three. It could be. I'm not gonna. I, there's interest in this game. I really don't want to talk about it till it comes out. Like, yeah. Until I'm playing it. Yeah. I have no other will against that game. I was gonna say, but you just said you don't want to play it. So then. No, I do. I just. Okay. I just want to bring it up because it's just silly to yeah. delay it. Like October scene, I was actually, oh, I can finally play this. But I like Shadow of the Colossus. But a lot. you gotta think, October is also coming out in the middle of like the Call of Duty season. Yeah, it doesn't. I. I there's no way on die. release dates to me. I don't think. 
a Call of Duty audience is... I want to buy both. Honestly, I'll play both. I don't think... Call of Duty audience is way different than a Shadow Colossus audience. Oh, no, for sure. Except you got to think... So, um, how many, then, how many RPGs got sent out the same time as Final Fantasy thirteen? Like, there was, like, two RPGs that got sent out the same time as Final Fantasy thirteen. They just got sent out to die. Yeah. Oddly, both of them published by Sega that I'm thinking of. Um, Residents of Fate and Sands of Destruction. Sure. What was Sands, that second one? Sands of Destruction. Yeah, that, that one must have really died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it died a thousand deaths. It was made by the Xenogears team, for God's sakes. That one really died. Yeah. So, so it's like, so I mean, so you had these two games that came, they just got sent out to die, basically. It's like, okay, well, great, that's cool. Damn. Yeah, hey, biggest RPG series in outside of Dragon Quest, or you know, maybe tied with Dragon Quest, or at least in the U.S., it's the biggest drag or it's the biggest RPG series. Let's send out this obscure game by a by a B tier um, RPG developer at the exact same goddamn time as Final Fantasy Thirteen. I mean, sure, Final Fantasy Thirteen ended up being what it was, and you know, but people probably should have played the other games. Yeah, but it's like. <laughs> Okay, well, that's, I mean, just mindshare-wise, it's dumb. So it, yeah, I guess. It's, it's just a, like, you go to pick up Call of Duty or whatever, and I'm not saying, like, there's not, there's, that there's a huge amount of crossover, because clearly there isn't, you know? I mean, it's, yeah, it just isn't, there isn't that much of a crossover in the audience, but you do see, um, let's just tack on three minutes here, and we'll talk about this for five. Um, but anyway, um, we've got... I don't know. It, it, it's just a matter of, like I said, mind share. When you go out and like, oh, Call of Duty's out this week. Oh, Battlefield's out the next week. Oh, and it's like, oh yeah, The Last Guardian's out too. You know, it's like you you get sent out with all of these games that just had these huge budgets to uh, just, you know, get you in the forefront of people's minds. And then The Last Guardian kind of comes out like, hey guys, we're here too. Hey, you want to pick But they've, they've been out for like eight years now. We've been, I've been hearing about this stupid game forever. Yeah. I'm excited for it, but... I just wanted. I just want to play the damn thing. No, oh, no, I agree. I'm, I'm, I'm at that point where the it's just sec- like the I delay was ridiculous. Out. I was like, I'm, I'm not surprised, but I also do think maybe this was one of those things that it got, it got pushed back. I'm maybe not even mad that it got it. delayed. I wish like Record just came out. I don't want to talk about that game, but <laughs> I haven't played it, so I couldn't tell you anything about it. There's been a million like South Park just got delayed, No Man's Sky. Whatever, oh yeah, that was very quietly that mess delayed. Happened. Yeah, yeah. But if a game needs more like polish, like Recore obviously did. Yeah. Like that's a game that should have got delayed. So I don't mind that it got delayed. I just, I just want to play it when yeah. it's out. I'm tired of hearing about Last Guardian. Yeah. No. Is it going to be at E3 this year? Like the last four or five years? Last four or five? Well, everybody waiting. Like there was a lot of uh, yeah. Last Guardian media, and then it went dark for a while, and everyone. That's all the last three or four E3s were. Yeah. Is it going to be... Are they going to... Are they going to show this Anything about thing? it. And then yeah. nothing. And then it finally came out. And then there's a delay. I really want to play it. Though. Shadow of yeah. Colossus is, is great. Yeah, so, I think yeah, I think Shadow of the Colossus is, is definitely like one of those that's like top 10 games ever There's made. some people worried about it, but it looks fun. Yeah. I, 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 I think this is... It looks old school. It has an old school feel to it. It has a PS2 generation feel. Which and is actually I'm great for that. Yeah, I'm happy about that. Yeah, I don't. I don't think everything needs to be polished up to the to the point of like a diamond. Like I'm, I'm fine with maybe not looking as good as some other stuff. And there's some. I'd rather take some innovation and some like clever storytelling. I mean, and granted, I mean, we we, we probably all have the feeling of what's going to happen. Either the boy's going to die or the bird dog thing's going to die. So it's like, okay, it's not that big of a surprise, but it's just, I don't know. Like, I I, I suppose. My thought on that is like the same thing with like the Mass Effect three ending. A lot of people like you know gave shit to the Mass Effect three ending because they said, oh well, just you know none of my choices got incorporated. Where I feel like the entire experience of Mass Effect 
was not the ending, but those were your choices got incorporated. Like if you play a certain way, you, there are certain things that happen that you would never find out about unless you played that way. There are things that are in there that are only in there if you played it a certain way or or made certain choices. And sure, the endings all kind of came together as like a mess of like, okay, here's three choices and they kind of don't make sense, but kind of do. I, I'm fine with the way it turned out ultimately because like I feel like I got the experience from like that to that you know it's like i'm fine so i don't know anyway that's yeah so last guardian i'm gonna pick it up i've already got it pre-ordered i've had it pre-ordered since like they announced the collector's edition so it's been what? on my what's a pre-order <laughs> i haven't pre-ordered in years yeah well see the reason i do that is like i'll do it with like collector's editions or stuff like actually that's a lie but yeah. or stuff like i know for sure i want because it's either smaller or um something i want to see more of like Dragon Quest 7. I don't know when I'm going to get to that, but pre-order that one because I wanted it and Best Buy does it constantly, but sometimes Best Buy doesn't have stuff after a certain point. Um, but, you know, Amazon for the first two weeks of a game's release, it'll be 20% off if you're an Amazon Prime member. So I, I was like, okay, you know, I, I want Dragon Quest 7. I'm going to buy it eventually one way or the other. I would rather get it now at, you know, 20% off. So I was just like, eh. So I pre-ordered it. This way I don't forget about it. It just comes to my door. It's just, you know, it was kind of like when I pre-ordered uh, Professor Layton in Phoenix Wright like a year ago or whatever, and it showed up my door. I'm like, I don't even remember pre-ordering this. I was like, oh, Dimension can be fun sometimes, you know? It's that like, game okay. came out? <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, hey, I didn't even... I didn't even remember that. I didn't even remember... I, I didn't even put it in my 3DS, so it's just... It was just a, it was a Phoenix Wright game. Like, I don't really care for the Professor Layton stuff, but I like Phoenix Wright enough, so... I mean, the last two Phoenix Wrights, actually, I haven't played them. I mean, well, this last one just came out, like, Three weeks ago, two weeks ago. Yeah, I've only so played the first Phoenix Wright game. Fun. Yeah, the the collection is on uh is on 3ds. So, the first three games, yeah, be the first three games, and we never got the second Miles Edgeworth thing, which I thought was kind of a shame. I it was actually kind of cool. A new 3ds game. Oh yeah, I've also been playing Procross, but I didn't bring that up because I know you don't care. Okay, you know, hold on, let's and, uh, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. And Pokemon Procross. Okay. And actually, uh, I only to really spend a minute on. Oh no 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 no! Because I want to I want to talk about Picross a little bit. It's interesting bit here. to me how I'm playing Pokemon Procross. I'm I'm trying not to spend a single dollar on that. You can unlock the whole game for uh, thirty dollars, mm -hmm. and I've been playing this thing daily since it came out. Yeah. You can unlock. You have to unlock Picrites to move on to uh, new levels. Yeah. So you have to unlock like. You start off with, uh, you can open level 7 with 100 Pekrites, mm -hmm. 110 Pekrites to open level 8, and so on and so on. Yeah. And you can basically make 8 or 10, depending on how good you are. On, they just give you a quick 2-minute puzzle. Yeah. And uh, I've just been playing that same puzzle. Mm -hmm. Over and, then and when over. I, it'll take me like 2 weeks to unlock the next level, and I'll get maybe a day of gameplay out of that. <laughs> but I'm trying to, and I'm only on level 12. And there's 30 levels. Okay. I've been playing for like 6 months, or whenever it came out. So this thing's gonna take me two years if I keep grinding, and I'm I'm surprised I've been playing this every day. Okay. So I'm gonna try to make this thirty dollars free to play game, free. Yeah, completely, <laughs> completely free, free, completely free. Okay. So since the last time, <laughs> since the last time you've been here, I, I have a confession to make. Um, Best game ever. Um, Twilight, Twilight Princess Picross actually yeah, it's, got me into Picross. Such a great franchise. It's kind of cool. I was like. I really like honestly the only reason I got it was because like the platinum points you get or whatever you get with the Nintendo yeah. website or whatever it is I don't even know what my Nintendo um, I had enough and I was like you know what that, I'll give it a shot who cares if it's stupid it's stupid it's a Zelda thing I'll, I'll, I'll take it I actually ended up like plowing through most of it in like three, three or four days and I was like holy shit this is kind of addicting 
And then I started playing Pokemon Picross. And then I started looking at other Picross games. I was like, oh, okay, I kind of get it. I kind of get it. So I got to re- I got to retract any <laughs> shit talking I was doing about Picross. So, because <laughs> it's actually pretty cool. Um, yeah, I, like I said, that Twilight Princess one is kind of what did me in. I mean, if, if there was ever going to be an entrance point for me into Picross, it was going to be Zelda related. Well, they I mean, got smart with it because they were releasing this with just a Picross name. Mm-hmm. And someone got the brilliant idea. Theming them, Zelda basically. Cross. Yeah. And that guy should be rewarded. Someone... See, <laughs> this guy should be CEO. See, I like... Because li- now you're playing this yeah. thing. Yeah. So. I mean, well, that, granted, I haven't I haven't bought any other Picross games, though, so... Well, you're still, you know... Yeah, but... Um, Just you talking positively about it. Yeah, for me Yeah, for me to go from, it's, why are we fucking talking about this, to, yeah. oh, I actually kind of like it, is, is a pretty That's big a leap. Jump, yeah, so. yeah. I mean, especially for, like, an uppity little shit like me, to go, to go from, nope, to, yeah, this is kind of cool. It's a pretty big turnaround. Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, the, like, I, I like the way the Twilight Princess one plays because it's just, it's all unlocked and there's no free-to-play bullshit. Yeah. Um, the Pokemon one kind of, kind of lost me a little bit just because of the free-to-play elements. I'm like, I don't want to yeah, It's free-to-play and then, uh, I've been grinding so much, they really, you should really, after like five levels. Yeah. They kind of force you to pay for it. Yeah. But no, I'm going to spend a month just to unlock <laughs> One day's worth of gameplay. Anthony, you're the most adamant human being about not spending fucking any money on anything if you can avoid it. Well, if I beat this thing, they're going to get, like, if I'm on level 29 out of 30, I'll probably just pay the 30. Yeah. Just I just want to do something to, to do it. Okay. But if, if you get tired of it before that, this way, at least you can check out and be like, well, I didn't give them any money. No, I don't mind paying for free to play. I just want to see how long I can, oh, okay. I can grind this out. And plus, I'm playing the other Picross games, so I don't need to play. Okay. And how much are those Picross games? Uh... The uh, they came out with uh, Pokemon or Pokemon Procross E one through six and those were like six bucks each. Okay. So for all of them, they're thirty bucks. That's not bad. And uh, I'm just replaying them now for like the third time, just doing my progress, replay them. Okay. And uh, Pokemon, uh, can't get damn Pokemon. Pokemon. The kids have been watching that all day. So. Gee, I've I don't know what that's Pokemon like. Pokemon in the last two three weeks. They just plot through Indigo and they're on the series after that. Oh so. my 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 daughter's watched Indigo or. What the XY series now like twice? Yeah, they're on the one before that, I think, or yeah. two, three before that. I don't know. I gave up after Indigo. Yeah, which is actually a good series. We watching it with the kids. It holds up. The original Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, I, I like it. Actually, we started watching. If you have a Pokemon or Camp Pokemon or Pokemon TV, um, there's no. a new series of Pokemon that actually like kind of takes Pokemon into like reality, I suppose. Where like red and blue are fighting each other, and red picks Charmander and blue picks Squirtle. And Squirtle ends up like attacking Charmander, and it's got him pinned on the ground, and is using bite, and he's actually biting hmm. Charmander's head. It's like, whoa, this is kind of dark, you know? It's like a little—I don't want to say it's gritty, but it's a little gritty for Pokemon. Like my daughter and I were watching, I was like, okay, I just want to make sure she's okay with this and not getting freaked out. But yeah, no, my no, my daughter's into Pokemon. Like I didn't need to introduce her into it. It's like she discovered it like on her own like a year ago, and yeah, she's she's into Pokemon, so. My son actually is too now. Like he's got a, he, he'll like kind of watch it, but he's got a tyrant, and I bought him a Wobbuffet the other day. Yeah, I saw so. the Wobbuffet. I, I I like the Wob. I like I think Wobbuffet's just funny. Like he seems like a useless fucking Pokemon, but just the <laughs> at the end of the Team Rocket thing, meowth. That's right, Wobbuffet. It's like what the hell? <laughs> what what is this stupid four legged like thing that can only looks like it only waddle with a tail that looks like it's alive? Like it looks like another piece of it. I don't know. And then it always is saluting. It's like, okay, I kind of like this Pokemon. It just seems stupid, but it's funnier to hell. Mm. Yeah. Pokemon. Yeah. You guys heard about it? 
Pokemans. Pokemans. Real, real quick. Uh, at the end of, um, like, I didn't know, like, I always wondered what happened to Jesse and James's, um, well, they turned into Ar- Arbok and Weezing. They actually, like, left them to, like, safeguard other Pokemon. Like, I, go- I-, I looked it up on, like, like I think it was Bulbapedia. And, like, in an episode, like, they left Weezing and Arbok behind from this person that was trying to, like, I guess, poach Pokemon. And he left, they left Arbok and Weezing behind to keep them, keep the other Pokemon safe. Like, that's... That's a weird thing for Team Rocket yeah. to do. So it's like, okay, well, I guess that's that. So Interesting. Yeah, anyway. So, I think that's about a podcast. Yeah. I think we about hit or it there. Well, yeah, I guess we can end it. You got something else? Did you, you guys didn't talk about the, I don't know, the uh, Shuhei Ushida No Man's Sky? No. Thing where he basically threw You want to talk about bus. it? You, no. you heard about it, right? Though. Not really. All right, well. Let's uh, do it. Go five. Let me see. Five minutes enough, and you want ten. Covered it. Eh, we'll just five minutes might be enough. Okay, let's do it. I, I haven't played No Man's Sky, but uh, basically, you hey Shida, I don't know the forum or where he said it. he basically threw No Man's Sky under the bus mm-hmm. and Sean Murray. He said the PR. Basically, Sean Murray didn't know what they were doing with the PR, and that um, there should have been a PR guy, which No Man's Sky didn't have. Okay. And he said they're just an indie development team. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. And they didn't really know what they were doing with their PR. Well, no, clearly not. But um, Sony was also yeah, this is where supporting the... them so much. Maybe Sony should have gotten them a PR guy? Yeah, every podcast I've heard is just... It's just... Uh, Shuhei just... Everyone's kind of pissed at him. Yeah. He called this team out for not having a PR team. When Sony should have been... They should have hired a PR guy. Yeah, it, it's like, okay... Or not even hiring a PR guy. It's just an indie team, and they didn't know what they were doing. Yeah, I mean, okay, so they didn't have a PR guy, so they're sitting there in this development, like, p- like pimping this game out, and they're like, "Yeah, oh, you guys don't have a PR team, okay." And and actually, maybe you should have said something. I think there was a PR team, and so because um, someone made a good point that uh, No Man's Sky was on Jimmy Fallon years back. Yeah, you don't get on Jimmy Fallon without a PR team. Oh no 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 no! You See, don't get on a. a a show like that, but that's not, but that's not, but that's not their PR or their community thing. That's Sony. Like, it's different, get but you it's out still, there. yeah, yeah. Oh no, I know. This game, and, and they couldn't throw uh, thirty thousand dollars a year for yeah. a PR guy. Yeah, yeah. Sony. I don't know sh- what they get paid. Yeah, I, it, that seems that seems reasonable. Maybe thirty, forty, or whatever. And they definitely anyway, pump yeah. millions into this because they're pumping. Sony. They have to pay for Jimmy Fallon. Mm-hmm. Allen, I think, was on there. How they many? They pump so much money. They pump millions into this, and they're calling them out. And how much has? How much? Like, and advertisement dollars did yeah. Sony pump into this thing. They should have been like, okay, look, we're we're backing you guys 100% on this. Right. We should probably get you guys a PR guy. And just, it's like, they're spending how much on the advertising? Maybe taking one of those commercials off YouTube for half a second and paid somebody to do PR for this poor little company? Yeah. Granted, I, I think the best way I can describe No Man's Sky is the way I think I put it on Twitter. No Man's Sky is such a chill game that it's going to chill on my sh- yeah. shelf while I play something interesting, you know? It, it's, it's already off my shelf. It's gone. I traded it in, and I don't even remember what for at this point. Whatever it was, it was a better It was a better thing. I No Man's Sky did not do it for me. I, I saw where the game loop was going, and I was like, this is not for me. I'm trading this thing in before it loses its value completely. So, But yeah, I, I, I agree. Like, Yeah, they should have had PR. I, Sony, Sony should have seen that from the get-go. I mean... Sony is this multi-billion dollar corporation who has had, God, what, 20-something years now in the games industry? And they're beating a horse to death with, like, oh, yeah, No Man's Sky is coming out. It's going to be everything. 
maybe while they're pimping this out, they should have like had a PR guy look at it and be like, okay, well, advertising's saying this, and this is what this game is actually going to be. Maybe we should rein in the advertising a little bit. So, I mean, part of part of the abysmal failure of No Man's Sky or whatever, or No Man's Lie, as people have so cleverly have put it, like, part of this is on Sony. I mean, Sony had to have looked at this game and been like, okay, well, this is what this game is, and here's how we're going to sell it, you know? And here's how we're going to tell Sean Murray how to sell it. So, again, I'm not mad at the studio for, like, selling me a false thing. Like, I, I just bought it because, like, I saw some friends tweeting about it, and I had seen some of the advertisements. I thought, you know, this looks kind of cool. And I played it. I was like, this this isn't my thing. Like, I can see where it would dig into people, but it did nothing for me. So, like I said, I'm, I, I yeah, shh. That, that's a fucked up thing of Yoshida to say. Yeah, I don't think he, I think he might have outspoke. I don't, I don't know. It's weird. Because after that, he said... They're continuing development, and I'm excited for where the series is continuing after this. That's all he should have said. Yeah, I don't, he shouldn't have thrown Sean Murray and no, the team under the bus. If board. anything, and he might have been speaking about the PR after the game release. Yeah, maybe. But also, yeah, there should have been someone in place for that. Yeah, okay. Because you Clearly. definitely. Yeah, I mean, you. Release... I think that's what he was talking about more. Yeah. Oh no, for sure. I mean, that's what I mean. It's like, but it's it's silly that they they back this game so so you know to heaven and back, and it's like they should have like helped them out with that. I mean. Yeah. So Sony's got as much of an investment, if not more, in No Man's Sky than the people who made No Man's Sky did. Almost, you know, it's like, hey, we're really pimping this because now it just makes look Sony's like you know indie things look kind of stupid. It's like, oh, hey, we're into this, and oops, <laughs> that didn't turn out good. But this next indie game is gonna be great, you know. It's like so it kind of hurt their credibility as far as that goes. So I mean, granted, like this isn't this their first game, the coming into No Man's Sky? No, they did uh, Joe Danger and Joe Oh, Danger that's too. right, that's right. Okay, yeah. That's right. So those two games that are actually really fantastic. Yeah. But to make the jump to uh, No Man's Sky is pretty as good. ambitious as that game was. Yeah, I was gonna say it's. it's I don't know. Yeah, ambitious. Ambitious is a nice word for it. Yeah, we'll, Joe Danger is a very small indie game. Yeah. Yeah. So. so anyways, just, I just can't believe they would do that. And Sony's usually on point with their marketing. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't think they step out of line a lot, but I just oh, can't believe he would. Oh, I don't know. Three job, get two jobs, so you can buy this. Well, that's that was uh-huh. pre Shuhei and okay. the team's gotten really smart with that. Okay, Sony, I was gonna say Sony. I mean, all companies do it. I was gonna say just, Sony's made some pretty arrogant, arrogant statements before. Yeah, so. no, no, no company is above that. Microsoft, yeah. they all do it, but I just, I don't know why you would throw this team under the bus. Yeah. See, I don't even know if like Nintendo's ever made arrogant statements. They've made, maybe in the last twenty years, they haven't made arrogant statements. They've made dumb statements where they're like. We're clueless and we have no idea what we're talking about. But like, you know, it's like they never came out as like brazen or just like anti anybody or like, yeah, oh, they, they should have done this. They've they come have out the best like, PR people though. Oh yeah. I mean, Reggie, like he used to work for Pizza Hut. Did he? Really? He knows That's how. Right. Yeah. And he created some. I think he created the Pizone. Don't. Don't quote I you could on that. Be bullshit. But yeah, yeah. But he created something and that did pretty they well had at the Cam- time. What was her name? Cammy or from like years back? She only lasted with Nintendo for a couple years. I forget her name. She came out and just promised a lot of stuff. And she w- used to work for uh, Pepsi or something. Oh, okay. So they, they hire people who know what they're doing. He's just a shill. Yeah. If he's, I mean, he knows, but he knows what he's doing. Yeah. And, and they're good. They're that's good. all they really need to do. I mean, it, getting guys like Iwata or a chance in a billion, a guy who's a good businessman and also a good programmer, like knows video games on the back end. Like Miyamoto, like he is a great game designer. I wouldn't trust him to run. I wouldn't trust him to run like my night crew. You know, it's like, yeah. no, like, the guy knows what he's doing on how to make a game, but, or like what would make a game fun? He's like, he's got a creative mind, a business mind. No, he was like one in a billion where 
the guy could get in there, get his hands dirty with programming and make something fun and also run a business and run it well. I mean, you can say what you want about how Nintendo has been the last few years, but like when the Wii came out in the DS, I mean, you know, there's that, that meme of like it prints money with the DS, you know, just yeah. sitting there just like pouring. And it literally it did. I mean, how many different iterations of the DS did they come out with? Like four? Because there was the, the, the Fat, the Light, the DSi, and the XL. So it was like, and I mean, God, they sold, I think, four different, three different, no, four different uh, DSs, like just the original DS to me. I can't even tell you how many DS or like 3DSs I bought now. So it's like, yeah. I mean, they know, they know what they're doing. They know what they're fucking doing. So, I mean, they just know how to cater to guys like me who like grew up on their shit. And I mean, granted, guys like me are getting older and some of us have fallen out of games. I mean, like to a point like you, like you don't spend as much on games as I do. So, you know, it's a shrinking audience. I mean, you know, you, there's no real series. I think that you have an attachment to, like I do with Zelda, where if like they come out with a, like, you know, I don't understand Zelda. Yeah, all those 3DSs or whatever that I have there that are boxed and I'm never going to open. You're not going to do that. And I'm sitting here complaining about buying a PS4 Pro and I'm buying a 3DS that I'm never going to... Let me see. One, two, three, four. Four 3DSs that I bought that I will never open. Damn. Yeah, stupid. I mean, I get it. I get it. I'm an idiot. So, anyway. Um, so, anyway, I think it's a podcast. Uh, yeah, that's a good closing. I'm an idiot. Yeah, I'm an idiot. I, I mean, can't. I'm not going to continue on. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, you know, I don't think you can disagree with it. I no. mean, no. I, I, we, we've proven that here today <laughs> and the past 54 episodes of this podcast plus all the game clubs so um, anyway that about wraps it up um, you know where to find us on the internet I'm I, the, the plugs were nice I guess but they're time consuming and you at this point if you're getting this podcast you know where the hell we are it, it's gamesandjunk.net and everything all over it, just look at us at Games and Junk online and we're there so uh, from Anthony and myself, we'll talk to you guys next week.